Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello, my name is Paul Aceman. I'm a pastor in a church in downtown Hamilton in Ontario. And uh, the message I have today is from Galatians 2, verse 21. It's a letter the Apostle Paul wrote to a bunch of churches in Galatia in the ancient world in Paul's day. And uh, in that verse, he says, If righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. The title for my message is, Only God Can Save Us Now. Dear listener, Imagine a young man living with his parents. His father says, Son, I'd like you to go and help your neighbor cut his grass. His son didn't mind to do it, because even though his good friend lived there, his father was very sick, and it was a nice gesture to help his neighbor out that way. But this young man began to get annoyed when his father kept asking him to do the same thing week after week. He ended up cutting his neighbor's grass all summer long. And when fall came, his dad asked him to rake his neighbor's leaves. And when winter came, his father asked him to shovel his neighbor's drive and and walkways. And before too long, he resented it all more and more. Sure, his friend's dad was sick, but his friend wasn't sick. Why didn't he cut his own grass? Why didn't he rake his own leaves, shovel his own walks? Why should he do it when they could take care of things themselves very well? And yeah, that's not right. If you can do a thing yourself, why should you get someone else to do it for you? So, why did God send Jesus, his son, to do what we were supposed to do? And how much of our job did Jesus really need to do for us? Does he have to do everything for us? Those are two questions I want to ask as they are related to Galatians 2 verse 21. Why did God send his son to do what we were supposed to do ourselves? That's the first question. In Galatians 4, the Apostle Paul says that God sent his son into the world at the fullness of time. There's many theories about what exactly that means, but I've always understood it this way. God had given the human race enough time to see if they could do the job on their own. God had given the human race thousands of years to try to obey God and show that they deserve to eat from the tree of life and live forever in God's paradise. But after thousands of years between the creation of the world and the birth of Jesus, which is the fullness of time, In those thousands of years, the human race had tried very hard to to earn the right to receive the, the fruit of the tree of life. The human race had invented many different religious systems in order to get closer to God and win his favor. But every religious system and every spiritual attempt proved empty. Nobody even came close to earning the right to eat the fruit of the tree of life. Nobody even came close to earning the right 
to live forever with God. The world failed horribly. That's clear from the conversation Satan had with Jesus at the beginning of his ministry in the wilderness when uh, Satan tempted Jesus. Uh, Satan boasted to Jesus that the kingdoms of the earth and the riches of the kingdoms all belong to him. At the fullness of time, Satan had become nearly the complete master of the universe, of the planet, anyways, of planet Earth. And there's only a few people that still worshipped God the way that they should. When Jesus was born, there was his parents, there was Simon, there was other people in the temple. There were a few people still in Israel who worshipped God with humble hearts and real devotion. At the fullness of time, it was plain. We needed to be rescued. We were lost. And only God could do it. And so God sent his son Jesus to do what we should have done. Otherwise, we would have been lost. It was an act of mercy. And so that leads to the next question. So if Jesus had to come to rescue us because there was no other option for us, otherwise we would have perished forever. If Jesus had to come to rescue us, how much did Jesus need to do for us? If we could keep God's law a little bit, then God might well have said, Well done. You did a good job. You've made a great start. Now try a little harder and you can do a little more. And with God's encouragements like that, we could do everything right and earn for ourselves the right to eat from the tree of life and live forever. That would have made sense. After all, why should God make someone else do for us the things that were our own responsibility? But that's the problem. We couldn't even do a little bit of what God expected of us. Paul writes in our passage, If righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. It would have been unfair and cruel for God to make his son do what we could do ourselves. If we could gain even a little righteousness through the law, then let us try a little harder and gain more and more until we have gained all the righteousness through the law. But that's the point. We couldn't even do a little. Jesus had to do everything. The Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 2 that his only hope lay in Jesus. I have been crucified with Jesus. By being crucified with Jesus, spiritually being united to Jesus by faith, having been crucified with Jesus, I am now released from the horror of the evil that I have done. And Paul adds, I have also been raised with Jesus. And it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Paul's point in Galatians 2 is that Jesus did everything for him. He not only releases us from the death we deserve because of our sins, but he brings me into the eternal life which Jesus earned for me. Only God could save us, and God did it all. And that's the gospel, dear listeners. That's the life of a believer. The gospel is Jesus, the Savior of the world. 
And so receive Jesus because he's everything. He deserves eternal worship because he's our God. And he deserves your eternal love because he did everything for us. Thank you for listening.